0: Today on CityCast Philly, it's Mural Arts Month. 45 days of events, mural dedications, and conversations about the city's public art. Philly is, after all, known as the mural capital of the world. So last week, me and my producer, Abby, went to one event in Kensington where a new kind of mural was unveiled on a van. While we were there, we got to chat with some of the folks behind the new mural and about how this van is making an impact in Kensington through art. It's Thursday, October 13th, 2022. I'm Trina Noree, and this is CityCast Philly. When Abby and I arrived in Kensington, we made our way to an empty lot off of Kensington Avenue where the soon-to-be-unveiled van sat under the very loud L train. I wanted to learn a little bit more about the work Mural Arts is doing in Kensington, so I sat down with Nadia Malik, the director of the Porch Light program at Mural Arts. So can you explain to us what Porchlight does and how it's involved with the Mural Arts program? Yeah, so Porchlight's a
1: partnership with the city of Philadelphia's Department of Behavior Health and Intellectual Disability Services, DBHIDS, for short. Right. And um, they approached us 15 years ago as a way to reach people about mental health and behavior health in the city. So it was, the idea was really to be out in the city reaching people through art about um, mental health and behavior health, substance use, other um, areas of just behavior health. And so at Mural Arts, <laughs> We are an intersection of
0: mental health and behavior health and art making. Got you. Can you tell me more about the work that you're all doing specifically in Kensington?
1: Yeah. So we started in Kensington ab- five years ago. Um, and we started with what we call the Kensington Storefront. It was at Kensington Somerset. The idea was to be embedded in the community to give a space where people could just come in, make art, and then also get um, resources. So if you wanted to just come in and make art, great. But if you wanted to come in to interact with some folks and we get to know you, um, we work with to have people on site so that they could just funnel people to resources or we could just provide supports that they needed. Um, Sometimes people just needed someone to to hear them, someone to talk to. Um, Sometimes people just, I I was in the storefront once and someone just came in, made a beautiful drawing and then left. And that's what he needed for the day. He just needed a space to express himself and then walked out. Um, And then yeah, so we've progressed beyond that. Now we're doing, um, keeping the storefront work where we're asking community members what they want to do in our storefronts, what art making programs they want. And then we're also um, trying to do as many murals and, and public art in the community with the public's input, like of where they want murals, what they want from them. And through that, hopefully funneling people into jobs, resources, other things that they need. Mm-hmm. I've worked myself in Kensington for four years now. Um, before I even I worked at Mural Arts, I wanted to work in Kensington. The thing that amazes me about the neighborhood is just how dedicated people are to the neighborhood. It's really easy to just say there's issues in a neighborhood, so we're just gonna you know, let that happen. But people are really dedicated and really want to make the be- neighborhood beautiful. We're really just trying to listen to community members and give them what they want and we really appreciate how much people have welcomed us even through some rocky moments
0: how have you talked with the community members like what does that look like yeah so we have a community
1: advisory committee anyone who is in lives in kensington is welcome to join that committee they just have to reach out to us Um, we meet with that committee periodically they help like for the van for example we sent uh, the design to the community advisory committee and also had the designs out in public so we had four artists that applied and we um, asked the community for feedback on which design they preferred so that's how the design was picked. Get it. We also have this program called Community Curators. Um, so people come to us with ideas, we pay them for the idea and then pay them to do the idea. The Community Advisory Committee also looks at those applications and picks those ideas every quarter. Mm-hmm. So why a van? yeah so when we were doing the Kensington storefront we were in a space Um, Kensington Avenue is tough for a lot of people in the neighborhood to get to some of it is just people are used to being in their blocks Mm -hmm. Kensington Avenue can be a little tough as well there's a lot going on on the Avenue and so we realized a lot of people came to our storefront but we weren't reaching some people because they just weren't able to come to the storefront itself and so now it really is this idea of we're gonna bring the storefront to you so we still have a couple spaces in the neighborhood we have a great partnership with the community center at visitation Um, but the idea is if you want to our, us to bring art programming, to bring mental health programming to you, we can have stuff in the van and then just bring it to you, set up with our tables, our tents, our art materials. A lot of it was also in reaction to the pandemic. We can ask people to come inside a space. So we got really, really good at setting up tents outdoors and just setting up an activity. So we're like, let's just extend that and keep doing that. Uh-huh.
0: Nadia, thank you so much for being on CityCast Philly. I
1: appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: The Ford cargo van was finally unveiled, showing a light blue design with yellow letters that read the Kensington storefront. And I got to meet one of the artists behind the design, Jose Busta Bustamante, who was actually doing some live spray painting at the event. So Busta, thanks so much for being here on CityCast Philly. It's nice to meet you. How are you connected to Kensington?
2: So I moved to Philadelphia about eight years ago from Colombia. And uh, the first neighborhood I moved in was in Kensington. So that's how I start kind of connecting, making like, you know, people like friends and connections and all that.
0: So you're one of the artists behind the design of this van. What was the inspiration behind the design?
2: We wanted to kind of keep the the location of the, the storefront originally. So the line work that you see in the van is kind of like the the underpass of uh, the, the subway
0: oh right yeah right
2: on Somerset so it's kind of like where the storefront is nice. so we wanted to incorporate that but we didn't want to go into the route of making like too bright or too complex we wanted something more simple mm-hmm. to kind of connect like more with people in a simpler way more friendly and welcoming like it's kind of familiar for the people too it's something that You know that people relate to because, first of all, the color is one of the most important things because we wanted to keep that as the color of the patina or so under the
0: pass, like where the dial is, Mm -hmm.
2: bluish teal color. Right. So we wanted to keep that also as familiarity to connect with the people. That you know, that's the thing you see the most in here is the underpass. You hear it, you feel it, you leave it. Is that that's Kensington. You know, so we wanted to keep that and with the lettering we wanted to have a playful way to connect with the people in the graffiti way that is a lot of the art that people see around in Kensington Mm -hmm. and so combining the the graffiti with simple lettering so it's readable for everybody and welcoming we wanted to create that connection so that's what we came up with
1: (laughs) really
0: cool so how does because you kind of alluded it to um like the the way that you designed it, but how do you think public art or murals like this help improve the mental health or make a neighborhood feel like more connected?
2: Well, I feel that art, just the act of creating something, inspires people. You know, just the... the, the seeing something created by someone, by someone, it, it has a connection that people relate to and, and they feel some type of emotion Mm -hmm. positive or negative like but it makes them stop and think about something different for a second that it takes them out from that world or reality that they are so i think art is needed as a educational tool as a as everything
0: so what do you want people to feel when they see the van
2: so if as i mentioned before like if somebody is from kensington they're gonna relate with the colors, the energy, the vibrancy, and the, the the design that is involved into it and make them feel home and, and in, a, in a place where they they know, they recognize. So okay. that's why we wanted to use that design to, to reach that sense of home. <laughs>
0: Pretty cool. It was nice meeting you. Thanks for being here on CityCast Philly.
2: No, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Okay.
0: Before we headed out, we ran into Mural Arts Executive Director, Jane Golden, who gave us her recommendations for the can't miss events coming up for Mural Arts Month.
3: Well, there's one called Affirmations, and that is these two teachers uh, approached us about a year ago, and they said that they wanted to make signs, and the signs would be about um, affirmations in the black community, and black joy, and black love. And the signs, are interesting because you first look and you think oh that's a street sign and then you read it and you're like taken in by the language Mm. and they're beautiful and part of what we do at Mural Arts a lot is we try to make people's ideas come to fruition because I think in our world we always hear no so we said yes to the artists and so we're working on a big project in Malcolm X Park so I'm like super excited about that. And then I think I'm excited about the Mural Fest because I love anything that brings people together. And so I hope Mural Fest just attracts people from all over. We'll have people there painting. We're gonna face painting, we're gonna have great music, DJs, it'll just be a fun afternoon. I think there's so much intensity in our world right now from the world in general and here in Philly. I mean, our, our city is struggling. And yet, in spite of that, there, is, there are so many amazing things going on and we wanna be able to celebrate and thank the artists of our city. You can
0: find the full list of events and dates at muralarts.org. And here's what else Philly's talking about. Roxborough High School was given $500,000 in state funding to enhance security, like adding cameras and locks to doors at school. According to 6ABC, this move comes just two weeks after gunmen shot at a group of teenage football players leaving a scrimmage, killing 14-year-old Nicholas Elizalde and wounding four other teens. Also, a suspect was arrested, according to the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office. 21-year-old Yassine Bivens is charged with murder and four counts of aggravated assault for the shooting. Charges have already been approved for 16-year-old Dayron Bernie Thorne. He remains at large. According to the Enquirer, a Philly judge threw out all charges in the murder case against former police officer Ryan Pawnell ruling that prosecutors failed to provide sufficient legal instructions to a grand jury ahead of charging him. Ponnell was charged with crimes, including third-degree murder, for the fatal 2017 shooting of David Jones. And for some good news, University of South Carolina's women's basketball coach and Philly native Dawn Staley is expected to receive the Billie Jean King Leadership Award this week at the Women's Sports Foundation's annual Salute to Women in Sports. One thing that I love that Staley does is that she gives a piece of her first championship basketball nets won in 2017 out to other coaches of color. And according to the Associated Press, she plans to hand out the 2022 winning nets to black sports journalists. That's just great. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. Our lead producer is Xandra McMahon. Our producer is Abby Fritz. Our newsletter editor is Brittany Valentine. And our host is me, Trenanery. Music is by Philly's own Interminable. Share a link of today's episode with a friend and let them know about our morning newsletter. It's called Hey Philly. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Go Phillies! Go birds! Oh, wait, I've got more good news! That's my drum roll, y'all. We'll be back Monday morning and every weekday morning with more news from around the city. Bye! Here goes that train again. <laughs> And that is the Kensington pause (laughs) when the train goes by.